Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wild Card on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Dallas Comedy Festival. It is almost time for Pen Pals with Daniel and Rory. Before we start the show, we just want to make a couple quick announcements. First thing, please remember to treat your chairs with kindness tonight. Chairs have feelings. They deserve our respect. Hashtag don't kick a chair. Second announcement, we have a really wonderful engagement ring for sale on our Instagram. It's lightly used. The cut grade has been appraised as hashtag very good. We don't know if it's haunted. Check it out. Now, if you're a penny or a paller, make some noise. If you're ready to go F to F and have an RRGT, make some noise. Now, I hope you warmed up your vocal cords and did some scales in the car because it's time to sing along. Let's give it up for your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scovel. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we can keep in touch like they did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. Oh, and I wish you well. Oh, 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 sign your pen, pal. Dallas! Dallas Comedy Festival, down at the Dallas Comedy House. This feels good. It does feel good. Hi, Roar. God, I like the volume, too. Hi, Dan. (laughs) Hi, Dan. How are you? Guys, welcome to Pen Pals. This is a good group of folks. This is a good energy, too. I agree. I got to tell you, I live in fear every time we walk on stage now because I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. Oh, God. So now this is good. I knew we started off great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got we weren't attacked, and we got to just be who we are. Mm-hmm. A couple people get some little some munchies, got some fries and the chicken tenders. How many pennies are there here tonight? 
Okay. I want to hear it. How many pennies are? How many pallers are here tonight? Yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah. Palnish. Hashtag Palnish. Hashtag Palnish. Adam, put it down. This is good. I feel good. It's good mm -hmm. to be here in mm -hmm. Dallas. I flew in today. I went to the hotel. I then had a coffee with Noah and a sandwich. I then came back to the hotel. I showered. I put my clothes on. Yep. I went to dinner with you mm -hmm. and Noah and Andrew Youngblood, mm -hmm. and then I came here. And that's If anyone your thought there was going to be an exciting element to that story, that's your problem. <laughs> I just outlined my evening. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. We'll we take uh, it. today is a national. Today's a national day. Should we find out what they are? Yeah, I think I have it in my pocket. Nobody freak out. I have everything I need for the show. <laughs> Literally, I didn't have to do anything. I have it, Dan. Okay. Shut up. Shut up. It's feeling like you Quit don't have it. Quit putting pressure like I don't have it or something. Totally fucking have it. Noah, did I give it to you? Do you have it or not? Noah! <laughs> I, ha I, have, I have a list on my phone. Do you have the paper that you gave me? I don't have the paper, but I have my phone. Do you have it? A photo of the do you want to go look for it? Yeah, right here, dude. I have one, two, three, four, five, six pockets. And for some reason, I just kept checking these two only and then these two. And my butt was like, get back here, dude. If you had done it on stationery, you might have remembered where it was. Don't you shut your fucking mouth, dude. National Mom and Pop Business Day today. Nice. We're going to toss this out there. Made a little connection today. Uh, Peaberry Coffee. in uh, there, Right there. Yep. Some people in the know. Maybe those people are the people. They're here tonight. That's a, uh, that's a mom and pop style mm -hmm. business. Independently owned. Good for them. I, took a, I didn't go to that coffee shop. I'm not here to hype a place I didn't go to. But I did go through the Instagram. All the necessary things you want in a coffee shop were there. People know what I'm talking about. You get on Instagram or you get on Yelp and you look at pictures of a coffee shop, very quickly you can deduce if it's worth your time or not. And some people look at pictures and they're like, I want one of those obnoxious coffee shops that's full of itself. I do, because I like the product. I want the place to be like, hey, this is our menu. We don't do your fucking grande bullshit. And I go, I'm on your team, dude. I thought that would get, like, a huge response. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. National Lemon Chiffon Cake Day. What? I think we all know what that cake is. I have no idea what a lemon chiffon is. Does anyone is. here know what a chiffon is? It sounds like a Did dog. Did you raise your hands? I heard it on another podcast today. Lemon. They talk a Fuck! I thought we were unique! Why are you listening to other podcasts? No, what do you need? Why aren't we enough? You got to go out into the night and look to date other podcasts. They don't care about you. That's you better. Did they question Wait, did what we... a chiffon is? No, they actually... <laughs> they blew right past it, right? Right, right? Because they don't care about the details. Right. Apparently the dude that invented it took it to the Brown Derby and offered to 
Okay, hold on, hold on. Did you learn that on the other podcast? All right, maybe they do care about some of the details. What's the chiffon? <laughs> Literally what he learned at that podcast, all I had was, what does chiffon mean? I hope someone in the crowd knows. He, the other podcast was like, anyway, chiffon. Wait, is there a penny was, or a pallor or just a person who's like, what show am I in right now? Who knows what a chiffon is? Is it similar to a meringue? It's a material, and so the plot thickens. Yeah. A lemon-flavored material. Mm, honey, look at these. Look at these curtains. I bet if we spritz them with lemon, this could be a cake. A lemon chiffon cake. No idea. Yep. There you go. Okay. Well, guys, believe it or not, the research it's on could have been that easy for yep. us. What else, Roar? National Nevada Day. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Isn't that think, weird? Do you think every state has a national day? They do. They have to. There's no way Nevada was like, well, we're Let's doing get in it. on this. Oh, you're not doing it? Well, we are doing mm -hmm. it. National Vietnam War Veterans Day. Good. So out of all of them, you get to that one, you're like, all right, that one, yeah. Mm -hmm. Then you get in, you're like, National Nevada Day. It's like... Ah, uh, you didn't want to pick another day? They can't have that? <laughs> like, no, it's, we're in Nevada. We want to do want some of their day. That makes me All wonder, right. do you, on the 4th of July, are there other national days on that day? And what are you doing if you're even trying? You're definitely getting second place at best. <laughs> Maybe it's second place day. That would be good. That'd be a good one. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, do we want to? We have we, we we have some updates for uh, for listeners to some old uh, old letters that we've received. Where we've gotten some updates from some of those mm -hmm. uh, people who've written in. Some are actually here uh, tonight. If you are a uh, paller, you definitely know about the mystery in Manhattan, where uh, the Airbnb. Uh, um, dare we say the Airbnb situation was a saga? 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 Saga. Saga? Saga. 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 Saga! Saga! It felt weird when your hand went up. It really felt, I don't, it, I was doing a countdown. Oh, you they were, were doing, like, oh, oh my God, we're at a white nationalist convention. <laughs> you were doing a countdown? I was doing a countdown. I, it, I, I thought it was like, oh, Rory is so excited, he doesn't realize what he's this is. He's so excited, like. he's becoming a Nazi. <laughs> the and excitement I, is overtaking him. I love He's you changing too much. right before our eyes. I love you too good. much to let that ever be interpreted by a wrong, by a person who's wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a good saga. It was good. At a certain point, it feels like it becomes two words. Saga. It's like saga, saga. We can't. We'll start it again. We can't do that. <laughs> okay. Do you want? I'll read an update. Where are they here? Brown one. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't totally see you. Is there someone raising their hand there? Okay. Okay. 
I, I'm going to read this. Can I read your update? And then if, if you're willing, I would love to have you fill in any gaps. Because there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of goddamn gaps. Dallas, Mystery in Manhattan. Hello, Rory Sorry. and Dan. <laughs> like strangling this dude with the cord. Go ahead, Dan. I'm just going to be the roadie for the podcast. I'm a podcast roadie. I make little to no money. Which also makes you a host. Not sure if you still want to do a follow-up on this letter, but we will be at the Dallas show on Friday. Hashtag not subject to change. That's unofficial. Either... Either way, we are excited to see a live show of Pen Pals. Keep the awesomeness coming. You guys are my fave. Heart emoticon. Your paler, Bronwyn. Thanks, Bronwyn. Okay. Oh, you can, you can sit comfortably if you want. You do whatever you want. Like that. Yeah. Do whatever world. you want, whatever you're feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but introduce yourself so we can know who, who went on this journey. Hi, my name is Bronwyn, and I am a paler. Hi, yeah, Bronwyn. Bronwyn. <laughs> okay. So tell me if I'm wrong in any of this that we know, all right? Okay. And let's treat this like a trial. Okay. (laughs) I am nervous. Let the record show. (laughs) Okay. You guys get to Manhattan. Yes. And you go to the Airbnb. Yes. And you have a a man that you are communicating with. Correct. That person gets and says, oh, you don't go to the Airbnb. You've got to go to this dry cleaners to get the keys. You go to the dry cleaner, you get the keys. You go back to there, the key, to the to the Airbnb. None of the keys work. You then text the man you've been speaking with. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, well, you have no, you got a objection. You have oh, an objection. I don't have an objection. You, okay. I have an interjection. Okay. Overruled. When when the keys <laughs> when the keys don't work, what, what what scale of one to ten? How angry are you? I think about a seven. It was pretty cold. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty cold yeah. out there. Okay. The tides are turning. Yes. yes. So like, what the fuck? <laughs> yes. You hit up the person you've been speaking to, this man, and he says, oh, maybe you sent him a picture or something, but he's like, those aren't my keys. So you need to go to my girlfriend's place or my place? It was his place. Okay, you need to go to my place. (laughs) You need to go to my place. (laughs) My girlfriend will meet you there and give you my keys. Of course she will. No. Okay. We went to his place to drop off our luggage because we had to wait. How'd you get in? With the keys that he You left. have. Okay, yes. so you used his keys to go to his apartment and drop off the luggage. Yes. Was so the cleaning person there when you got there? Not at his place. Okay. So we left all our stuff at his place so that Seven we Seven hours, right? Or four hours? For four hours okay. so we could yeah. walk around the city waiting for his girlfriend to get off of work. And you're still in airplane clothes. Yes. Ugh. Gross. Ugh. Super gross. Oh, okay. come on. Airplane clothes are fun. No. Nope, 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 nope. Okay, so... You leave your bags there. Yes. You go on for four hours. We're try to make the best of the sitch. <laughs> yes. You're supposed Making to meet his girlfriend back at his apartment. At the Airbnb apartment. At the Airbnb apartment. The initial place yes. you were supposed to stay. So do you go, yes. so in that four-hour time, you go back to his apartment and we're, get your bags? Yes, we retrieve our luggage. And then you go to his, the original Airbnb place now with your bags. Yes. And you wait in the foyer or the stoop, and you, for her to show up there, 
to let you into the Airbnb you've been trying to rent. Correct. And you're now communicating with her, and she's like, getting off work, on my way, blah, 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 blah. Yes. I've already, I'm already way wrong. <laughs> like, I was, I thought they stayed in his place. I did, too. Okay, so then she says, I'll let you know when I'm there. Almost there. Not there yet. Are you in the cold, or you're in a foyer? We're in the cold outside. Oh, no, ma'am. It's no, Jan- ma'am. January in New York. Yeah. And you've never been there? Never been there. Oh. You've been wow. there now. Oh, yeah. You've been, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you've been there Yeah, now. you've been there. Oh, you look, honey. You bought your first yeah. scarf that day. Yeah. They're bringing out the trash. I love it here. So. The smell is good on the street. It does. I liked how earlier in the day it was nice, and now it's like, oh, walk around those dead rats. So you then... You wait. She's like, almost there. Not there yet. Going to be there soon. Sorry I'm running late. You're getting all these messages. And then she says, I'm here. And you're like, that's impossible because you would have had to have walked past us. Yes. This is where the mystery is. This is where I want to know what you think happened. Do you think... She was always there. I think she was always there. And she was using the Airbnb. To fuck. (laughs) Right? Right? Yes. Probably. She was yes. fucking up there. Yeah. And he was, and, she, and, and so she was like, fuck, I didn't know someone's coming here today. I use this place of his. <laughs> what do you, I would love it. She was like, ah, shit, I forgot. He's got these people coming. And like the dude was like, should I put my clothes and leave? And she's like, no, I think we could fuck for four more hours. <laughs> And he's like, is that enough time, though? And she's like, well, just just keep going. So then she eventually lets you in. Yes. Have I skipped or missed a part where a cleaning lady shows up? So the cleaning lady met us in the foyer, and she was just as confused. She was like, why isn't the apartment open? Ooh. It was unusual for her. She was the regular cleaning lady. She comes all the time. Okay. That's my favorite NPR show, The Regular Cleaning Lady. (laughs) tonight on The Regular Cleaning Lady. From WBZ Chicago, it's The Regular Cleaning Lady. I'm your host, Ira Glass. Stay with us. Act one, what do you do when the Airbnb won't open? What was she like when you got to the apartment? Was she like frazzled? What was her deal? She was just very confused. Oh, no, no, I mean the, the girlfriend. Oh, Ashley. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ashley, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes, Ashley. Last name Madison. Name her. Give Ash- her a name. Ashley Madison. It's Ashley Madison. It was. It, is it Ashley Madison? She was um, very unapologetic, basically said. Ooh, fuck that. Yeah. She said, um, sorry, I don't know. You'll have to take this up with Josh later. Josh. Really? Yes. How did they even meet? <laughs> Josh. It's kind of fitting, though, that you're from a state based on people stealing other people's property. <laughs> so, come on. That's, that's a burn. They're so proud of it. <laughs> so, when you get in, does a cleaning lady need to get in, too? Yeah, so she comes... So you guys are a group. You're a party of three. We're a group, yeah. <laughs> and you all... By this point, you guys have shorthand. Like, she's explaining, and you're looking at each other like, I know, I know. Yeah, she comes in with us, and we agree that she will stay and clean while we go out to dinner. Again? Yes. So, so far, you've gone through two, two sets of keys. 
well, one's supposed to happen, one is, doesn't work. Two drop locations and have not gotten out of airplane life. Correct. Ugh. Where'd you go for dinner? Quality meats. <laughs> I know. There are things that I hope the microphone picks up. Uh, someone being so sick of quality meats. Uh, 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 we had dinner at quality meats. Oh my why didn't you go to Parma? <laughs> yeah, so then we uh we just popped down to the restaurant where we actually first met and he proposed to me. It was uh, quality meats. <laughs> Uh, okay, so then she, <laughs> Ashley leaves? Yes, Ashley left. Did the cleaning lady stay there with you the whole weekend? Because <laughs> at this point, I'd be like, we're in this together. How many nights were you there? What was that? How many nights were you there? Three, Three nights. And what was the vibe of the place? Were you like, I feel safe and good here? Or were you like, this it, place is shitty? Honestly, it was a little creepy. There was a lot of noises in the walls at night. Well, those are rats. That's what we were thinking, that there's they were a, rats. There's a statistic that at any given point, every single person in New York is less than four feet from a rat. That's not, I did not make that up. And yet, no one in the audience went, ugh. <laughs> and apparently, that's where they get the meat for quality <laughs> meats. Oh. Actually, do you know there's little terrier groups that hunt rats at night in New York? Yeah, of course I knew that. Okay. <laughs> we all knew that. Dummies in my note now. Did anyone in here know that? Yeah. Now you do? Oh, thanks. Okay. Wait, hold, where do you learn that? That's not on a Snapple cap. Do you want to know the honest Yeah, did you know that at night? Do you, do you wanna... Dog hunters go eat rats in the streets. Do you want to know the honest truth? Yeah. This American life. I swear to God. Is that true? Yes. Yes. All right. Okay. So you go in, and now you guys, it's supposed to be, is it a weekend? Long yes, weekend? A, You're supposed to spend a long weekend. What part of New York are you in? Midtown. Okay. And so, but you're consumed with how did Ashley get into this place? Yes, the entire weekend we kept talking about it. I mean, she kind of gave you a story, right? Yeah. Kind of hatred, but still a story nonetheless. Have you texted the guy ever and said, Josh, what the fuck? No, we haven't. But that was the question was, should we do that or should we just... I know, but Rory and I, we are so easily distracted. So I don't know if we ever got to that point. What you're telling me right now is that you have Josh's phone number. We do right now. We could call Josh right now. Okay, but we ha if, I'm not saying we do it, but if we do it, when he answers, we'll be like, hey, Josh, Dan and Rory, now, if you want to be our friend, <laughs> you're going to need to go get a pet. You're going to get a, you're gonna need to go get an alibi, bud, because what happened? So what, what is your conclusion? Do you think he's real? I think he's real because we were in his apartment. It had all pictures of himself all over the apartment. <laughs> like Will Smith in Bad Boys? <laughs> I, I hope to God there was at least one photo of him, no one else in the picture, with him just like... like no one else. Not even good to see what's behind him. He just... <laughs> 
in front of quality And, like, maybe a little too big. Like, you wouldn't blow that picture up, but he did a little bit. Oh, yeah, make that an 8 by 11. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't get grainy. (laughs) Okay, so what is your conclusion? That she was there? Because imagine that if she's having sex or just, like, living some weird outside-of-her-life life life in this place, when you guys are, like, jangling the door, she's got to be freaking out. Well, we, would, we didn't even get in the building at that point. Oh, so. you never got into the hallway or anything. Right, yeah. Okay. No, they were in the cold. That's true. And so uh, what is your conclusion? She was there the whole time. She had to be there the whole time. And we're not really sure what happened after that and why she was there. Mm-hmm. That's kind of our she question. Was. That's kind of what okay. we want to talk to Josh about. But you never said, Josh, here was an issue we had with your place. Did you leave a, rece- a review? I think we left a review saying that it was, that it was complicated, but... Um... Like the movie? <laughs> you left a review that said it, the apartment's complicated? <laughs> but the listing was taken down as soon as we checked out. I, oh, man. I don't like that. A little creepy. So wait, your communication with Josh was not... You, you guys went off app at some point and went number to number. Yes, yeah, so we texted. That's so weird. It's very weird. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know what we would say to Josh if we called him. You up? <laughs> but he, like, answers the call. Hello? You know what? Here, you up? Okay, yeah, here. I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that we should do this here, but I, I'm, I have an idea for you guys. Okay. Could you call him or text him yes. and say, we loved your place. Forget about the complicated thing. It, it was in reference to a puzzle we were trying to put together. <laughs> then, say, then say, we noticed your listing was down. We want to come back to New York and we'd love to stay at your place. Is it still up or did you put it back? Is, is that a possibility? And then if he, see what answer you get. If, if that door, unlike the one you needed to when you got there, <laughs> opens a little bit be like another quick question did you know ashley was there the whole time we were trying to get in and find out what's the worst you just might get ghosted on right yeah i love that idea we're definitely going to do that you like pretend yeah, but just know you could lose josh as a friend that's fine <laughs> just know that know that there's consequences there's real consequences to i'm this. okay with that you also could accidentally end up booking another weekend at his place <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, he replies, great, I already have your credit card on file. I've used it several times. You guys end up in a timeshare with Josh. You know what? And that's how we met, and then we vacationed as conjoined families for 15 straight years. Every summer was Josh and Ashley and us two everywhere we went. You know, it could be as simple as... It could just be as simple as... Ashley was out with friends didn't want to Uber back to Williamsburg or whatever, and was like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to crash at our place. They, not every relationship is as communicative as mine and Rory's. And then she crashed there and then was so embarrassed, like, fuck, there's people here. Then they get in a huge fight. And he's like, you can't fucking, Ashley, you can't use this place as your own personal sleeping like, pad. She goes, I don't sleep here. This is where I fuck, Josh. Okay, all right, fine. Why don't you go no, off on another no. one of your trips, Josh? Oh, I are, fuck when I'm here. You're going to have a great time doing that, Ash, as I fucking delete the listing. So go fuck in the street, Ashley. 
No! Yep, it's gone. No! It's gone. And I'll Josh! tell you this. I will tell you this. If Bronwyn hits me up, I'm telling her what happened. <laughs> oh, this is why we lost the regular cleaning lady. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, there it is. A follow-up to a fucking amazing saga. Mystery saga. in Manhattan. Thank you so much, Ronald. And is it Chris? Chris as well. Chris is Chris, there. Thank you so much. Chris. Here, be a paller. Pass that up. What is that feedback? I, I don't know. If there's no one thing we hate on this oh. podcast, it's feedback. <laughs> Do it. All right, let's get out here. Let's meet. Let's meet some. Uh, so, if you guys, uh, as a lot of you know, who listen to the show and you've heard the live ones, this is the third live one that we've done. Yeah. So we're kind of figuring it out as we go, trying to figure out how to build it, what we want segments some, to some be. Some people would say we're trying to figure out how to do it in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah. Two of three were in Texas. So we uh, we decided tonight we're going to do add a little segment where we we get to know know you guys. Where, uh, where, where are those pallers at again? Any other pallers? Put your hand up if you're a paller over here. Hell yeah. What's your name? Keelan. Keelan, what do you do for, uh, for a job? What do you do for fun? What do you, where do you get your kicks off, brother? <laughs> oh, I should probably give him the microphone. <laughs> Hold on, Roar. I met, I met somebody. Hey, buddy. What's your name, man? Well, we're gonna come, we'll be right back after these messages. Nick? You're a paller? Yes. What do you do for a living? I, uh, I'm an IT at a uh, hospital. An IT at a hospital. And what does your guy do? Well, we were getting to that. Um, <laughs> massage therapy. I'm feeding him his lines. <laughs> uh, it, so you, uh, do, is that like uh, uh, self-employed, independent people set up appointments with you? Or is it like through, you work for a company or a business? Uh, both. I work for a spa, and I have my own table that I do hospitals for. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Wait, he say he has his own table? Yes. What's your rates? Uh, 80 for an hour. So, okay, so, and then if you get a, if you get a tip, that's probably 80-20? About. Okay. Good pull, good pull. Thanks, good buddy. Pull. Thanks, nice. buddy. But it, nice. I'm going to talk to Nick for just a sec. Yeah. No, I okay, Nick, that. so you're in hospital IT? Yes. What does that entail? Uh, we uh, help clinical applications. EMR. <laughs> Electronic medical records. Uh, EMR is a type of dance. Everybody knows that. <laughs> EMR is a dance people do in Vegas a lot. Okay, so you're electronic what? Medical records? Yes. How long have you been in the hospital? Uh, less than a year. Do you have any free time at work? No. That's a lie. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. We have a second, we have a second participant. What's your name? He works from home a lot. So. He works from home a lot. Hey, hold up. I think I might have met somebody who works in homes. Ooh. Do you ever go into creepy-ass fucking homes? Uh, not yet, but eventually, I'm sure. But you do, go, do, you, do you do house calls? Yeah. So when you go in, have you ever walked in and been like, uh-uh? Yeah, not yet. Or like the door was locked and they're like, we're here, come on out. We're fine. <laughs> and I go, well, it's time for four hours. Uh, 
you ever go into somebody's house and, and they, they've lit too many candles? There's never too many candles. Oh, you know what? Agreed. Do you ever like go into a house and you're just like, I wonder if this is the day I just like end up in an orgy? I would think it every time. Yeah. Like but- anytime I've gone to get a massage, I've always been like, is this the day I go too far? Is this the day I throw my family life away? Do you ever think about stuff like that? (laughs) Your mind ever wander into those kind of territories? You know, just sexual fantasies? Has Uh, anyone ever asked for... This is a legit question. Has anyone ever asked for, like, a happy ending in a, hey, can you hook up free HBO kind of way? Uh, not in that much of a metaphor. Rory, dig. Is there any any scenario you can tell us about? Any story? Uh, I have two penis stories. Wait, whoa! Let him finish. They're quality meats. They're quality meats. <laughs> also, his at-home business had better be called "Let Him Finish." <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> Uh, give, give me one or both of those penises. Um, they're actually both at the spa that I used to work at. I don't work there anymore. Um, <laughs> so, Wait, hey, was this spa like a big conglomerate when they really didn't care about the customers very much? Yes. And is that because you've written into Pen Pals and I've read your letter? Yes. Thank you, sir. Oh, my God. We read your letters. This is a magic trick. <laughs> it's called memory. Is this, is this in the letter? Yes. This penis story? No, the story? penis stories are not. It really just talks about... I, you're going to be mad at me. He okay, off- there's no getting mad at you. Because what I'm hearing here is that you wrote a letter and you didn't talk about the penises. <laughs> But he did offer us massages. I might have professionally. Third, I might have a third penis story for you. <laughs> Tell me your name again, brother. Keelan. Keelan. Okay. In, in, a, in a brief summary, give us give us one of those penis stories. Um, so give us the best of the two. Uh, the second one, I guess. Um, <laughs> I came back into the room, and I could already see he had an erection under the uh, blanket sheet. And Quick time out. Any other massage therapists in here? Okay. Does that happen yeah, a no, lot? No, Rory, you had a hand in the back oh, corner. Oh, I didn't see. Massage therapist. Do boners happen? Yes, they're anatomical. Do you know how many times I've had massages where I would, so they were like, and then we'll roll you over. I go, let's not do that right now. <laughs> Like I'll be, I'm gonna lean into this from a professional. And not I'm like, like in a sexual way, no, but like in a sensual way, where someone is touching you, and you're like, I yes. wish this wasn't happening, but it is happening. Yep, that's exactly how my wife and I treat it, <laughs> and we go right to bed, and we don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I was like, okay, you know, maybe it's just a. 
sensitivity or to the sheets or whatever. Um, <laughs> what is that, 800 count? Because then I get it. <laughs> these Egyptian threat? Yes, it is. I only get erections in these situations. Um, so I start working on his neck and shoulders, and then it starts going down to about a half chub. And then... <laughs> Good monitoring. Yeah, that's on the scale. They teach you that in, in therapy school. There's a, um, but by the time I get to his leg, it goes back up, mm -hmm. and he starts flexing it at me. Mm. <laughs> it's more. Let's call it a come hither. <laughs> is he? And is he like making eye contact? Like ah, huh? ah. Huh? How about that? Huh? huh? Those muscles, huh? Huh? Yeah. Um, I, I take my hands off and I'm like, sir, you're, <laughs> you're making me very uncomfortable. Do I need to step out and let you calm down? Nice. Like, oh, what? Sorry, no. First of all, you went fucking F2F and I appreciate that. Good for you. Good that. for you. Yeah. I didn't want to stay in there with that. No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was like, oh, uh, sorry, no. And then in one deep breath, it was gone. Ooh. <laughs> oh, give, give him that line. <laughs> he was give basically like, oh, this thing? <gasps> oh, yeah, I guess we can just have a massage. And then his wife paid for it. What's that? His and then his wife paid for it. Every, every day. Yeah, she's paid a lot. Okay, so wait, I have a question. Uh, first of all, Nick... A lot of sexual stuff in your job? Nope. Okay. Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick, you got any boner stories? You're getting a lot of boner stories over here. Can I ask you, do, do Nick and Keelan, do either one of you guys currently have a pen pal? No? No. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, right. you're right. Well, you got good. us, good but that's, that's a given. Good answer. That's a given. Because the reason, you have one more penis story, right? Would you be willing to write an email and CC us on it to Nick and make a pen pal connection in the room? Nick, do you accept this penis story, Rose? Yes. Yeah! Okay. Wait, we had a hashtag suggestion. Hashtag quality meets. Yes. Okay, subject line. Yeah, make, make that the subject line for the first one. Yeah. Hashtag quality meets. Tell him this story. Nick, give a nice response. CC the pen pals pod, the pen pals pod at gmail.com on it. We will read it. It might show up again or it might just create a badass friendship between the two of you. Either way, it happened here. You guys yeah. figure it out yes. afterwards. Yes. That's, get, go face to face. I love it. Nick, I love it. Dan, should yeah, we go to the letter? <laughs> oh, God damn. That was fun. That was a fun that was segment. That fun. I hope you guys really fucking hit it off. Me too. I hope you guys start writing the letters and he's like, I didn't want to say anything of the show, but I was that guy you were talking about. <laughs> Fucking embarrass me, man. I tipped you because I said, don't tell anyone this. Okay, ready? My dear friends, Daniel V. Canyon. Nope. 
and Roval Scoville. Yep. And the order was right. Are you with me? Here we go. I didn't like that. Thank you for the podcast. I enjoy it so much that I start to smile every time I hear the opening. Thanks, buddy. I will be at your live show in Dallas. Oh, hell yeah. On March 29th. What if the date was wrong? Uh, And I couldn't be more excited about singing the theme song along with you two and the rest of the Pallers. I would like to get your advice on something that I feel is a problem for many people, but has been a problem in my life for a while now. My mom sends me weird texts all of the time. At least one or two texts per week. Most of the time, they're about how much she loves me and cares about me. And I know that's a very sweet thing of her to do. I'm not a monster. (laughs) Usually we'll find out if you are. (laughs) Most of the time, I just reply with, I love you too as to acknowledge that I have read her message and let her know that I appreciate her for caring so much. That's good. But sometimes her texts are more than just a simple I love you. Sometimes she will send me Bible verses. (laughs) I've never been a religious person, but I'm open-minded. She'll also send poems or stuff she randomly finds on the internet. This all came to a head this week when my mom sent me a message that said, please don't shoot the messenger, but, but I, I think it's supposed to be I, but feel that these lyrics are a message for you. Love you so much, exclamation point. Followed by that message were the entirety of the lyrics to Desperado by <laughs> the Eagles. <laughs> Hell yes. For the last three days, I've been trying to contemplate how the lyrics of Desperado could possibly apply to my life and why on earth my mother would feel that she needed to share the lyrics of that song with me. I've never been a huge Eagles fan, and neither has she, to the best of my knowledge. Although, I know most of their music. That's, we kind of all do. Like I said before, I'm not a monster. (laughs) My question for you, how do you reply to weird texts from people you love and care about? Is neglecting to respond also a way of neglecting your relationship with them? Should I address this problem with her directly? I live in Austin, but will be visiting my parents this weekend while I'm in Dallas. Your friend and paller, Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like the first thing we have to do is visit the lyrics of Desperado and imagine that this mother saw and or heard these and thought, that's my boy. That's him. Ready? Yep. Desperado, why don't you come to your senses? You've been out riding fences for so long now. Oh, you're a hard one. But I know that's some quality meat. But I know that you've got your reasons. The things that are pleasing you can hurt you somehow, son. (laughs) Ooh, that's my Dylan. (laughs) Turn it up. Turn up the radio. That's my Dylan. Don't you draw the queen of diamonds, boy. She'll beat you if she's able. 
You know the queen of hearts is always your best bet. Now it seems to me some fine things have been laid upon your table, but you only want the ones you can't get. Okay. This part right here is a mom who's like, I told you to stay with Kelly, and you ruined it. <laughs> Why you, didn't you stay with Kelly? You wanted to be with Kimber, and you had Kelly. Uh, Desperado. This is, imagine your mom just sending you this sentence minus the desperado. Desperado, oh, you ain't getting no younger. <laughs> your pain and your hunger, they're driving you home. As he's literally going to stay there this weekend. I mean, should we, is Dylan in here? Dylan! Dylan! Hashtag quality meets! Oh, if you wanted to stay anonymous, it didn't work. <laughs> Oh, you need but, to uh, you come didn't, right? to your you fucking knew. senses, dude. You didn't have to tell us you were going to be here. Okay. Oh, this is what I love. Imagine a mom saying this. And freedom? <laughs> oh, freedom. Well, that's just, that's just some people talking. <laughs> your prison is walking through this world all alone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is the most uh, dramatic plea for a grandchild that I've ever seen. <laughs> And then, life. and then a mom worrying that you don't have money for clothes would write this. Don't your feet get cold in the wintertime? The sky won't snow and the sun won't shine. It's hard to tell the nighttime from the day. Mom, are you all right? <laughs> You're losing all your highs and lows. That Hold would be on, how wash. long was this text? Long. Like a novel just yeah, came through. Imagine that. You're like, Ma, what, is what is my mom confessing to? Ain't it funny how the feeling goes away? Right, Mom, are you leaving Dad? Is that what this is about? Here's the last paragraph from Desperado. And it also, it's a plea from a mom if you read it the right way. <laughs> Dylan Rado. <laughs> Why don't you come to your senses? Come down from your fences, open the gate. It may be raining, but there's a rainbow above you. And then this, this is a mom. <laughs> You better let somebody love you. Let you somebody let love, love you. You. Dylan. you better let somebody love you before it's too late. Oh. And that's what your father sang to me when he proposed. <laughs> I'm, all I'm saying, Carla, is you better let somebody love you. Can you please let somebody love you? Anyways, just thinking about you, Matthew 419. <laughs> oh. I, do you get stuff like this? Do you get like text, like just crazy text? <laughs> crazy text? Do, I'm, does his mom text you? Is what yeah, I'm asking. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Because yeah. I get, I've already gotten Desperado years ago. Really? She yeah. sent me all the she lyrics to Poison's of... Fallen Angel. Yeah. <laughs> She'll send me a lot of Don Henley solo stuff. <laughs> You're like, oh, hey, guys, I just got a text. The boys of summer are yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, guys, moms already knows about the boys of summer. <laughs> uh, okay, man, there's, we can, uh, where do you want to unpack, Roar? I mean, do we, do we just directly ask Dylan some questions? We've got him here. And he also has ones for us, too. Dylan, Dylan do you want to talk to us? Dylan, uh, can you come get this mic? <laughs> I'm way too lazy, I'm sorry. Do you want to, just want to sit in that chair? Yeah, Dylan, get up here. Be a part of this. Hey, Dylan. 
Dylan. Dylan, do you feel that applause? Let somebody hold it close. Hold it close. Let this crowd love you. Thank you guys so much. Okay, we're getting it. We're getting that positive feedback. This so, is all true, by the way. Like, I did not make any of this up. That's this a weird 100%. thing to say right out of the gate. <laughs> it just seems... What, are I you a monster? No, I'm not. I reiterated twice. I am not a monster. I told my friends this, and they thought that I was making this up, because this obviously sounds like a fabricated lie, but it's not at all. How, so many, you, how many Bible verses has she sent you? Many, many. Yeah. She was like a born-again after I left for college and stuff. So and she was go. like, I'm now, yes. I gotta be buddies with God. That's my next move. Are you yeah. an only child? No, I'm not. I'm not an only child. They, do they get the? Does she get these? She does, but not in the volume that I do. Yeah, more more Cindy Lopper. <laughs> yeah. I understand. Girls just want to have fun. I understand that. <laughs> Mom, do, are you the youngest? I am the youngest. There yeah. it is. And I'm the guy, and it's the see, whole she lost like, the, yeah. the the final bird got out yeah. of the nest, and she had to find a new son, and that son was Jesus. <laughs> God. She goes. I want my sons to meet. <laughs> yeah. Do you get do you get Christian memes? You know this she's is not, a hot. She, mic. This is a very hot. We can yeah. take me down to. She's school. not really up on the memes yet. Okay. She's uh, she's a little behind the times. Are the Bible verses thematic, or are they just like, hey, go check out Matthew six four? Just a snippet, you know. Oh, you'll get the verse. I'll, yeah, yeah. She'll just send it. Okay. And I'll just be living my life. Right. And then she'll send it. In sin. Yeah. And that was, I was at work when I received that message How, from her. Now, are you uh -huh. an Android person or an iPhone person? <laughs> I'm an iPhone. I'm an iPhone. Is she an iPhone person? She is as well. Okay. Yeah. So it was all one, you didn't get 19 totally. different mm -hmm. texts. 19 no, it was the same be thing. It was like, bring, 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 bring. You're at work. Like, Could you that? imagine yeah. getting bring. your phone and it is your parent, your mom or your dad, and it's 19 messages? You'd be like, there, everybody died. Everyone everybody died. died. Everyone I know got yeah. fucking thanos and it is... <laughs> and it's just me and my mom. Fudge! Uh, and what's your common... Res I imagine you have like three different canned responses. You know, I, uh, I, I... Like I said in the letter, I typically go just to the thank you for reaching out. I appreciate out. you thinking about I me. I love you. Yeah. Um, and like I just been hitting this point where it's just like, I, how do you respond to that? Like, there's nothing you can say. That's yeah, because you, you do have to make a decision if you're going to be like, hey, Mom, let's cut the shit. <laughs> or, or if you just keep going with you, you, there's You have to pick one or the other, And I that's guess. where I've gotten to. Yeah. Like, we were hanging out as a family this evening, uh -huh. but we just didn't have, like, a one-on-one -on -one time where I could say, F like, Mom. Exactly, F yeah. to F it, and just say, Mom, we got we to gotta figure something out here. Because and you got up to come to this show, and she was like, but you can never leave. <laughs> and you're like, Mom, She, she told me as I walked it. out the Mom, door. Mom, stop it. <laughs> I'm just she saying, told me you better let somebody love you before it's too late. Did she? Did, did, no, no, she no. didn't. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no. She is so hung up on Desperado. <laughs> she loves <laughs> Well, I tried calling you this morning. Guess it was just another tequila sunrise. <laughs> Mom, please, go back to the Bible. <laughs> so you haven't said to her, Mom, what was your response to this song? Didn't say anything. So oh. I didn't say a thing. My response would be like, I, if you send that to me again, it better be you singing it. <laughs> I, uh, I told all of my family members. So like, we have like a group text that's not my parents. Who, who, <laughs> who is on that? Who's on my that? sister, her fiance, my yeah. cousin, who is very close. And so I just told them, like, mom is losing it. Yeah. And she sent me this whole long message. 
and um, your sister did. Oh no, no, you said okay. You're still yeah, in yeah, the context yeah, of that. Okay. Yep. And um, it, no, it was pretty great because um, my birthday was two days later. That's why I'm in town celebrating like the birthday. Happy and, birthday, uh, man! Happy birthday. That. Appreciate that. And um, and then my, my cousin uh, texted me two days later. He's uh, happy birthday, Desperado. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> it meant a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you can have Dylan Parado if you want. Oh, yeah, thank Did you, you say Dylan Dorado? No. Did you just say Dylan Dorado? Was that the word of the day? I thought you said Dylan Dorado. Dylan Sparado. Dylan Sparado. Either one works, right? Dylan Dorado. Dylan Dorado. Uh, you haven't written it back. No. Are you going to ask not. her this weekend and be like, Mom, what was with the song? Is it possible she doesn't know that's a song? No, no, she no. Know, everybody knows that's a song. No, she yeah. knows it's a song. Yeah. Your she reply to her has to be lyrics to another song. Yes. yes. You've got to send uh-huh. her lyrics that she Whoa. can also be like, what the fuck does this mean? Cool what is a game. good response? It needs to be death metal level. <laughs> Maybe it's just salt and pepper's shoop. Oh. <laughs> hey, Mom, thinking about you. Uh-huh. What's up with that thing? I want to know. How does it hang? Straight up. Wait up. Who, okay. Who sings the Space Jam thing? You don't. It's, no. That's, okay. that's been canceled. That is uh, the, lead, the, the main song from Space Jam has been let go from our world. <laughs> from the, now it's floating in space. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah, you got to send her lyrics to, to a song that's just as confusing. I say maybe start with some Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. But don't be afraid to work your, your, yourself backwards, maybe into some Shania Twain. Stuff that maybe mirrors this a little bit to where she's like, I think he's getting it. Oh, you know what would be good? Leonard Skinner's Simple Man. Yeah. Wow. Mama told me when I was young. Yeah. That, that uh-huh. dude, okay, I'm on board. lean in yeah. on that. And you know what? Maybe text her to the point where she's like, I need you to stop texting me so much. <laughs> She might be on a data plan or something. I don't know. Yeah, she probably is. You know what? But I bet it rolls over. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or or buy her... I mean, I don't know if the Eagles are still touring. (laughs) It's just Eagles. (laughs) But if there were tickets to an Eagle concert, you'd be like, Mom, I want to take you to see the Eagles. No, but... Just so you can just see what that is like. She was a big Bon Jovi fan. Well, she's but, American. But I never knew that she... Uh, what was that? She's American. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah of course, yeah. 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 yeah she's not a monster. But once you become born again, you can't listen to that satanic garbage. No, yeah, yeah, but how yeah. can you listen to Eagles? Uh-huh. The Eagles are a good Christian... Dude. <laughs> Hotel California was no, banned. No. Like, there, there were people protested that song. It's Hotel like being California de- was demonic. about the resurrection of Christ. And I think it's very clear in verses 3, 7... 10 and 16. Mm-hmm. Of the live version. No, of the studio no, version. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, what were your questions for, for us? Well, how, how do you here. respond to that? How? And, and like, uh, because I do care. And, and I want to show that I care. But, like, so that was when I was, like, at the middle of the day living my life, like trying to do things right. at work, be right. productive. And then it just hit me. And then for the next week, all I could think about was how does do I let somebody love apply me? to my life? And do I do let you ever get a you ever get a text from someone and you read it and you're like, oh yeah. And you like you're like, I'm a, I gotta reply to that later. And then you completely forget. 
And then yeah. the next thing they write, this is what I do. Like if I send someone a text, we do this to each other. other. Yeah, we if do. I send Dan a text and he doesn't reply for a while, I, the next thing I'll write is, okay, great. So, I guess that's what we'll do. <laughs> I write that to everybody. Like, okay, too. cool. So glad we have a relationship. Yep. And I wonder if your mom, your mom's like, oh, he's drifting right now. He's drifting away. I'm is out that riding the fences, yeah. That's the most recent text in your phone from your mother. It, it's not the most recent, I believe, but it's in there. It's, it's very recent, yeah. Okay. I can pull it up. I, to can answer you, your question. Can you read us the last thing she texted you and not uh, feel? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. It gets weirder. It, no, Wait, there, what? There was, there, so. <laughs> cut three days from now, mm-hmm. cut to his mom. It was I don't on, know. I guess it's a podcast. <laughs> Oh, Anyways, oh. I found out my little desperado was a guest on a podcast where he was talking about me. I think I'm going to send him some lyrics to some Zeppelin today. From what I've researched, podcasts are not ways to find wives, but whatever. <laughs> okay, this one was a three-parter. This, this was actually on my birthday it's like that the she Matrix. sent me this. Yep. Yeah, uh, so the first part was she dug through, like, all of these old papers that I, like, from high school mm-hmm. that I had. She misses and you. Yeah, she does. And um, it was, like, this... So we had to do, like, what was called a portfolio at the time where you, like... It's, like, a random writing assignment that you have you to... You got like, an A. Me. We get yeah. it. Okay. It was a letter to my future self. But and she found a letter she, you wrote to your future exactly. self. Exactly. I was, like, 17, 18. Okay. You know, you don't yeah. know what... I love that. But... So she dug that out, uh-huh. and it's kind of confidential. I was a little bit perturbed by it. Yeah, that you she know, went in, she yeah, dug deep. It's and, an invasion of yes, privacy. She was near your porn, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> sure, like any man. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, and then there was like a nice message after that, like, happy birthday, I love you, I'm very mm-hmm. proud of you, all this You thing. think you'll hit any of these goals anytime soon? Of course right. not. Right. I'm, yeah, I'm a pro. No, she's love. wanting to know. Yeah, oh, would yeah, love no, to no, talk about playing. your timeline. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what is it? What and then got? the third part is a song called I Am They by a band called Scars. I, is, that, is that Christian rock? I didn't click it. I, I would assume because it's a band called Scars that it's Christian rock. Could go either way. Yeah. <laughs> I Am way. They. Maybe it's like a super woke song. Wait, what's the title of the song? I am they. I am they, they. them. I am they. By Scars. Yeah. By Can the I, Sklars? By the Sklar the Brothers. The Sklar Brothers, yeah. It's by the Sklar Bros. Um, here's my thoughts on this. Uh, here, here's my question for you. Do you, uh, do you really love your mom a lot? I, I do. I okay. do. Yeah. Truly. And you, and you think that at a time when you left, the relationship you had changed like a little bit? It totally did because, like I said, like she, I was going through a lot of change. I went to college, sure. and yeah. yeah, and then she went through a lot of change as well Big because, time. like, the whole like she found Christ and all of this other stuff. Um, but also, like, she could have had a lot of her identity wrapped in and like being motherly, con- like on a regular basis. And that's yeah, like that well, how where does that fall in now? Uh, I mean, I'm on my own. Like, I live in a different town, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, where well, there's some distance. I visit. Every time I come back, I do visit my parents. So it's not like I'm, like, avoiding them or anything like that. Right. Totally not enough! <laughs> Dad, back we'll just off. just turn on you for no reason. <laughs> Here's what I think. I think this. I think you and your, your mom had a relationship. I think you then left. You mm-hmm. were the last child to leave, which I can only imagine is very traumatic 
watching your kids grow up, I believe, to be very traumatic. It reminds you of the fact that we have a very limited amount of time. Your life is just to pass on this link. You're just a link in an ongoing chain of lives that just happen. Like, you start to... I, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I couldn't tell you what she's going through. But what I'm interpreting here, your mom became a born-again Christian. So that's the thing that she really got into and started doing. And she, in an attempt, and this is all my opinion, in an attempt to salvage or restart or recharge or re, you know, kind of jumpstart a relationship with you, she texted you the thing that she is interested in, mm-hmm. the thing that is like a big part of her life. Desperado by the Eagles? Uh, well, not so much Desperado, <laughs> but I, but I, mean, I mean the Bible verses yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Sure, yeah. And I think she reached out to try to establish a relationship. I couldn't tell you where this Desperado thing came from. I love that it's such a total fucking curveball, and it makes me, it makes me really like her a lot. Me too. <laughs> me too. She's I, a great lady. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I think the way to handle this, going back to your question, I think the way to, way to handle it, I think you can't do it over text. I don't think you got to do it over a call. I think maybe while you're it. home this weekend, if you can, if you find the time and it's just the two of you, maybe you run off to like, hey, I, let's run to the store real quick for blah, 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 and you just both get in the car. I, think it's, I, I don't think it's a lot, but I think it's saying, hey, uh, maybe I'm not into religion or maybe this isn't the thing. What I, what I would like, what is religious to me, what's spiritual to me, is us having a relationship we both agree on, and I don't think it's going to be on religious terms because right. that actually just kind of pushes me away. So I think you got to have your, your religious life is your thing. Let's have, and my thing is my thing, but our thing can't be that, and it definitely cannot be the Eagles. <laughs> but just could Eagles. It I mean, <laughs> I mean but, I, but I, won't, I will say this. That's what's so fun about this fucking <laughs> sending you the lyrics to this song is that She's almost like, well, here, then what the fuck are you into? Right? This is popular. Yeah. But also, I, I would say to her, when you do have a talk, like, Mom, I'm, gonna, I'm asking this genuinely because I care about you, hopefully, as much as you care about me. Uh, what part of that song made you think of me? Because there is somewhere in this song that she was like, that's my boy. Are you single? No, I've actually... Well, she does not like your girlfriend. <laughs> I'm joking. If you're here, I'm just kidding. Never met her. Oh. Never met her. So, we, yeah, it's, it's like a new thing, like six months. Okay. So, just haven't had yeah. the whole... I'm fine out. Be like, what? Were you yeah. just... Did that... Maybe that song just made her miss Well, because you. That, that last line is haunting, is it not? Yeah, but it might... You better it might let somebody be love last, you? It might, it might not even be the last line. They're just that part... Have you ever made a mixtape? No, let's be, let's be very clear. The last line is, before it's too late. <laughs> I know. <laughs> let's not you're get the last line wrong. Right. But you know, like, when you get dumped and you make that mixed CD for somebody, and you're like, just listen to this part of that song. And, like, then make you, and then feel the way I feel when I hear it. Right. And it's like, basically, you just put Indigo Girls song Ghost on the CD six times. But I would find out, be like, what, Mom, what was, what? I'm just curious. And no, I'm not even making funny. I just want to know, like, you sent me that. Was there a... What was that about? That was the same response that my family had. Like, what is Find going out. on? Yeah. Find out and yeah. write us back. Yeah. Oh, but ju- definitely but I, I, She's coming. This is the great thing. Mm-hmm. 
And you're lucky to have this. She's yeah. coming from a place of loving Of you. pure love. And yeah. probably yeah. missing you. Mm-hmm. And, this is communication. I yeah. mean, you have to look at, at a base level, like sending you Bible verses and sending you texts at all and, or reaching out, calling, and sending you lyrics. No matter what all of it means in this weird Indiana Jones style of communication that she's doing, right. I, I, I think... I, I think you you should look at it in just the simplest terms as oh this is communication and I personally think live your live your life the way you want to live it I personally think instead of not replying I think start replying but I think I think early on you can maybe steer this relationship towards a place where you both actually connect as opposed to being confused by each other. Mm-hmm. And because you do have to keep in mind, you lived at home for a long time and there were maybe five different stages of your relationship with her when you lived together. And now you have entered this phase of life where you guys, you live in another town, she doesn't see you as much. That's, I, I got to assume that's hell. When my daughter goes to college, I'll be surprising her by moving to that town. <laughs> Um, you say that, but you know we've talked about. It, you say it now. You're like, there are times when you look at your daughter and you're like, oh, that was different than a week ago. Like yeah. a word usage or it's a movement or whatever. And you're like, it's oh, I gotta fast. take care. I gotta clock this right now because yeah. it's like it's just going. Yeah, it just moves too fast. It yeah. sucks. But uh, yeah, I I can't imagine the day that my <clears throat> my daughter leaves to go to college or whatever her turning 18, whatever her next right. step is. There's no way I don't lose my shit. And there's no way I don't start going to church again. <laughs> <laughs> my, last thing, my last thing for you, and then we'll, we'll move on, but my last thing for you is um, maybe, just very simply, you know, we make fun of it a lot, that scene from Goodwill Hunting where he's like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. No. And it's such a simple thing to say to somebody that obviously that character really needed to hear it. Like maybe if you do have a moment with your mom, just be like, mom, are you okay? And she's like, I'm fine. Be like, I know, but I'm, I'm asking you like, are you, are you good? I'm the are Robin Williams okay? in this situation. Yeah. yeah. Like, ask her. Like, just be like, are you, how is everything? And really take that vested interest. But you know what? When it, the time comes, don't be afraid to be Matt Damon, too. Yeah. yeah. How about them apples? Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I think that's, I think that's what you got to do. I think you got to go F2F with her, and you got to just say, hey, I love you. Let's figure out how to talk to each other, uh, because right now we're just throwing darts with the lights off. That's right. a pretty, that, that actually might say. be an Eagles song. I don't know. Darts with the lights off. It is. It is. Glenn thank, Fry deep cut. Yeah. Dill, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Give it up for Dill and let him hear it. Sincerely, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scoville. Hey. Do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girls Trip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film, how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life. So there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. When was the last time you did something just for you? 
Discover your summer essentials with FabFitFun, the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. And we're back. (laughs) All right, this one was actually... You can get a picture. Yeah. This was an actually a uh, this was a postcard that was sent to us, and as you guys know, if you listen to live shows, we've tried to uh, play with the idea of postcards at the end. But I kind of liked this postcard so much, and it was a little little bit longer that I thought we could just use this as a uh, a letter. And uh, the person who sent it to us, uh, Adam, I hope that's cool. Is that cool? Yeah. 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 All right. Hey. Okay. I was attacked by that sound cue. <laughs> hey, Dan- <laughs> hey, Daniel Vaniel Canyon and Rory Maury Scorey. Mm, half right. Not the order. Uh, I had to go alphabetical order. In no way did I want to perpetuate the stereotype that I love the person more that I mentioned first. Okay. Interesting. But if you need that kind of validation in your lives, then as a fellow dad, I would take a bullet for Rory. Sorry, Dan. What, where would he take it? Wherever Wait, I told him to take it to. He would carry a bullet Here, for get you? get rid of this bullet for me. He's an idiot. And he would take what it an and idiot. bury it. No, ballistics will come back on that. <laughs> I'm also a pod newbie, so I'll go with I'm not a penny, not yet a paller. I'm all, it also means that I am not adept to the hashtags, adept at the hashtags and all their meetings, so hashtag sorry, actually sorry. I not, consider- official. <clears throat> not official. Not <laughs> official. I consider myself a mostly happy person. I promise that is not a smug brag. I know I am lucky in my life and my brain cri- <laughs> and my brain chemistry. I have always tried to be sympathetic to people who have struggles with happiness, including those very close to me. And I always try to do, uh, and I always try to do is be there for them as positively as I can. And I wish I could do more at times, but I know I can't solve someone's being. I honestly just wish they can see themselves as awesomely as I see them. Here's the meat, fellas. The quality meats. God, I wish that was written here. Whoa, future teller. I have always been a sarcastic and snide asshole, and it comes off as mean to many people. Shocking, I know. Call it my awful upbringing. I've always been okay with it because I never felt I was doing it in an awful way. My dad would tell me I wouldn't pick on you if I didn't love you. While that was his terrible way of trying to say he loved me, I took it much to heart. I have tried to break the cycle many times over my life, but I keep going back to it. Perhaps because it oddly comforts me to feel I am who I am. 
I keep telling myself that people around me know I mean well, so it shouldn't matter. They and I know where my heart truly lies, but I'm aware enough to know that it obviously does matter. I came to an epiphany recently where I told my wife, I am a happy person who does the actions of an unhappy person. Oof. It colors my online interactions as well. And I'm trying so hard not to be just another one of those callous, unaffected jerks because I'm quite sensitive and think I'm in touch with myself. I feel a lot, I cry a lot, and I know I care a lot. But I don't want to hurt people anymore, even if unintentionally or in small ways. I feel you guys as very considerate and thoughtful. I was truly touched and pondered quite deeply when I heard your podcast where you mentioned the passing of Brody Stevens. In fact, you guys and Doug Benson altering his shitheads at the end of his Doug Loves Movies podcast has made me try even harder to be more positive. So my question, not quite so simply, is what steps have you guys taken to be better people? Love you guys. Best of luck and safe travels. Adam Reyna. We are out of time, so we're going to have to... Uh, Thank you guys so much. (laughs) Thank you, Dallas! (laughs) This is a good one. This is good. This I wanted to do this. Adam, where where's Adam? Adam, thank good good for you. This is a good yeah, thanks. Fucking this hits home with me because I had the same sort of upbringing in my family where everybody was a fucking smart ass and an asshole like in a funny way. Also, I'm a comedian where comedians' uh, interactions yeah. are sometimes fucking brutal and it it truly is like the highest form of like love in that in that world well you like you gave me shit i just walked off stage and the very first thing you said to me was giving me shit for something i messed up in my set yeah and i was like rory really liked that fucking set no i nope see nope (laughs) (laughs) but you're right as comics it's like as comics it's just that's just the way of it and i feel like maybe that's that's how it is with you or how like the the comedy that you and it's almost like and i say this my wife a lot when my if my wife says i'm being mean about something i'm like ah but you know if the you're setting me up here i gotta if you're gonna set me up for a joke i have to fucking do it i have a goddamn disease I can't. She's like, yeah, but why don't you be above it? And I'm like, I can't. I am down here. I'm right. a down here person. Um, so I know what you mean, because I also consider these things, too. And, and also just in the general sense of what steps you can take to be, uh, to be better people. I will cite uh, something very topical for me personally. Uh, on Wednesday morning, I went to a restaurant uh, before I had to go be on set for something. And I looked at a table, and I saw a family that had a screen in front of their infant child. And the volume was up. And I am on the road so much, and I go out to eat a lot. And I see like stuff like that all the time. And I immediately just got on Instagram, and I made a post in the exact angry tone where I just, I turned, I was like, what is that fucking volume? I turned around, I saw this infant kid, and I was like, what in the fuck? And I just <laughs> fired off an Instagram, and I, honestly, I don't even think twice about those things, and I, I, I can't say that I've thought more than twice about it now, but I, I put it out into the world, and immediately it was a flood of people very much agreeing with me and then people being very personally attacked and offended by my thing. And instead of just not replying, which I sometimes do on comments, I just don't care, 
I decided I'm going to just fucking go at every person who writes, who defends this behavior. What I learned in that is that there were people who said, my child has a disability or autism, and sometimes we need this for dot, dot, dot. I, I can't go into the various reasons as to why they use it, but it did make me think that I did put out a blanket statement that even after hearing that, I still very much believe in, but I was like, oh, that I, I did something at the age of 38 in a, in a, and not in a, I fucking hate those parents, but I put it out there and I really care about those kids. But I learned that maybe that didn't come through in my fuck you parents, uh, <laughs> my fuck you parents Instagram. And not to make this about my Instagram, but this made me think of it, but it made me think of it. It made me think, well, what about a situation like this where someone comments to me and they say, you are being an asshole, but I don't think I am being an asshole. What steps do you take to be better if, if, you, if you think something in yourself, but other people are saying, no, I, you know, at, and at the same time, people are going, oh, I applaud what you, what you type, but other people are getting an asshole. You, you start to question, like, well, then what do I do? Because if your true self is, I make smart-ass jokes, and it's at people's expense, and it's coming from a place of love, well, what, what do you do? What are the steps? Do you want to come up with it? I feel like it's weird we haven't you invited you up to. at all. You don't, you don't have, have to. to if you don't there want is to. no it's pressure at all. Desperado. <laughs> Noah, can you write down that we need to make that the intro song anytime a guest comes onto the stage? <laughs> Dylan is changing this show. Dylan, do you feel weird that we let Adam sit closer? I will. No. Why don't you uh, <laughs> like, get a bullet know. from Rory and see where you can take it? <laughs> wait, wait, what did you say? He, he offered me his hand and I said, no, get a bullet from Rory <laughs> and see where he wants you to take it. What if I would have handed you a bullet? Buddy. How bizarre Hello, would that my have been? Thanks for getting that order right. I know what you really meant. <laughs> it was code. <laughs> this is uh, on a scale of like one to ten, what level do you think an asshole you, you can be? Mm. Well, my best friend here, so you could probably say 10, I'm sure. He said six. Uh, he said six. six. I feel like six is a good number. Yeah. What are, what are your thoughts? Is he a dick? <laughs> What's that? Sometimes? But it, is it ever... Yeah, that's what I mean. Is sometimes is he like a dick and you're like, eh, people are dicks sometimes. And then sometimes you're like, I get it. He's being funny. Is it always jokes or what do you think it is? Yeah, and actually it's funny that you mentioned that about the uh, kid with the screen because... I had the same uh, thing happen yesterday at a bar, at a bar, and they had uh, an infant child there at about 10 p.m. at a bar, infant child, not even, in, or maybe like eight months, whatever, not asleep, and then they also. Had I like will say I'm not going to judge whatever those parents are doing, but it, I I do look at it. And I'm like I don't. <laughs> right. I that baby needs. And I have I have been their brains. <laughs> I have a four-year-old, so like I would not dream of her being out past like eight o'clock. Like eight o'clock is pushing it, but her yeah, bedtime like on is like her own. You mean yeah. like get home by <laughs> get home by eight, sweetie? She's like, I'm four. I don't even know what the world is. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Did did you did you did, like seeing that? Did you uh, did that make you feel like shitty that you felt that way though? Uh, well, I mean, it made me feel like a superior parent, but yeah. I try to fight that inclination. Feels like, good, I doesn't it? <laughs> so Adam, it feels you, good to know you're you better. Have, you have kids? 
Just one. You have one? Yeah. So, something that jumped out to me in your letter was you, more so than like just being like, you know, a, a person who walks, walks around with like a fuck off in your pocket for yeah. anybody. Was your, a lot of the grammar was bad. Was your feeling of... Um, <laughs> That's what I think Dan's going to say. Yeah, the grammar, right? right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't but like the your, grammar. Uh, your feeling of, wonder, of being able to know the people who you do love feeling like they know you love them based off the way you interact with them. And one thing that like really jumped out at me was you said, my dad would tell me I didn't pick on you if I didn't love you. While that was his terrible way of trying to say he loved me, I took it too much to heart, which means it didn't work. It, wasn't, it didn't make you feel good. You took that to heart. And am I, unless I'm misinterpreting oh, it, and exactly it was a terrible right. way. But then in the same paragraph, I keep telling myself that the people around me uh, know, uh, know I mean well, and so it shouldn't matter. Those two things are like running in conflict for you. Well, one, you were like, this made me feel shitty, but the people who I treat that way, they know how I really feel. When you know from your being on the other end of that, that isn't true. And, and so my question for you is, do you tell the people that you love. Like, how often have you ever looked at your buddy here? What was your name, my man? Ben. Ben, and been like, dude, you're an important person in my life that I care about. Thank you for being my friend. I've never, I've never, I've never met Ben. <laughs> not, oh, you're, not, trying to, you're saying, yeah, Adam, yeah, yeah, saying yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> is those, as, do you usually say those type of well, thing? Well, I mean, I feel like I'm pretty open with people, yeah, so I sure. am, I am very much like that. I let, Oh, you, you know, do do it? Yeah, I'm very much, yeah, I'm very good at, I feel like I'm very good about telling them how they, how I feel about them, and That's great. And that's they make that's me huge. Feel, so. Yeah, dude, that's that is such huge. an asshole move. <laughs> because they're not ready to hear it, and that's rude of you. <laughs> but you did pick up on my, the dad part, because like, I mean, deep down in my heart, he actually passed away about three years ago. And I'm actually glad that I had like that one final conversation with him about two months before he passed. It's like we just kind of aired was that, it all out. And was that conversation unlike almost any conversation you had ever had before? Uh, kinda, because we would just talk and whatever. Like you know, he was a uh, he just liked to see what all was doing and stuff. And but like I said, deep down in my heart, I just never ever felt love from him. Right. And so whenever I had that last conversation with him. It was kind of, like I said, great that I guess that I had it for my own closure, but I just told him, like, all the things that he would do to, you know, make me feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. So Are you he ever text you any song lyrics, anything <laughs> like that? <laughs> and is that a conscious... The Eagles were his favorite band. <laughs> <I mean>. Yeah. <laughs> How great would it be if you were like, actually, yeah, he did send me Desperado at one point. <laughs> This is like a Texas parents thing to do. <laughs> is that an effort you're making in your own parenthood to be like, hey, oh. you, I need you to always know? Or do you feel oh, yourself yeah. falling into that same, I fuck with you because I love you trap? Well, and it's funny, I was talking about my daughter. I had another passage in there. It was quite long, so I went ahead and deleted it. But I did mention that. Like, like I'm very aware with her of like what the bad stuff that he did. And so I, you know think about it in advance. Like, I don't yeah. need to do this. I need to do this and all that. But I did have an incident a few weeks ago where she was just getting on my nerves and I yelled at her mm -hmm. like really bad. And she started crying, of course. And 
Like it just, that's why I didn't want to have a kid like ever. Cause I was afraid of that coming out of me and yeah. it scared me a lot. Well, honestly. First like, of all, you recognize it, right? You, you can't, you cannot bat a thousand. And the fact that you understand that about yourself and probably the way you handled her after that moment and the check that you gave yourself puts you already so far ahead of the curve for where the relationship that you had with your father was. Do you know what I mean? Right. So you give yourself, allow yourself the fault, but give yourself the credit for being like, I'm going to swing at that fence differently a little and bit. And also, like, don't forget, your daughter was being shitty. <laughs> Listen to the I mean, man. Like, Listen not, to I know, the I know, man. I, I, I genuinely do know what you mean. The, good, the, the reality is your, your kid's shitty and you're like, what the fuck? And you're like, ah! The fact that the like immediate ah that's that's the thing, but you know sometimes you're gonna like sometimes you're gonna yell at your kid like even mm. though you're aware of it now, like don't don't assume that oh it's gone it may never happen again maybe you work on it but if it does happen again, just don't don't be so don't be crazy hard on yourself. I mean you know what's what's crazy if you yell at your kid, but I mean there's times I like yell at my daughter. And then I just fucking leave the room and I just fucking, I don't know what to do. So then I just fucking yell at my wife. And start, start. And then she's all mad. And then I just go yell at my daughter again. And it's ping pong all day. <laughs> but I do, I, I do mean like Dan, Dan's right. Like, Anytime you have a problem with anything in any capacity, I think the awareness of it is a huge fucking deal. It's like admitting, like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't yell like that. But also, maybe think about it like, oh, maybe that's not how I yell when I'm upset. You know, there is a, a, a discipline. You know this. There's a disciplined communication that you do establish with your, your child that, you know, where you are educating them. We all know there is a line with that, and there's a lot of people who beyond my fucking ability to fathom in any way, cross that line with their children, like, a lot. I don't think you're, you're that, that person. You don't seem to be that person, so I think, you know, when you have those moments where you yell, I, don't, I, th I think you gotta forgive yourself a little bit because I think you're smart enough and uh, loving enough to then know how to maybe apologize for having done it, and I think that is the one thing that maybe you didn't get from your dad. And if you're aware of it, I think you can kind of break the cycle of that behavior. And again, I have not much of an education in most of the things I just said. Yeah, we are not, <laughs> we are not, the only thing we're professional at is comedy and caring. And thinking we know stuff. <laughs> Very good at so that. So the, the question you have for us, uh, not so simply as you put, is what steps have you taken to be better people. Um, Can I give you an example of something you said to me on Twitter once? Yeah, of course. Okay, so I, when you did the uh, Galveston podcast, I was being shitty about Houston because I'm, well, I'm from Houston, so I feel like I can be shitty about it. Right. But I said something, you know, kind of off color, mentioned you in it. And racist. All you said, all racist. You said, he made a racist <laughs> comment. I'm trying to bury him now. Yeah, he's a racist. I could tell. I remember what you wrote. You wrote, as a father, I know why you never had a dad. He didn't say that to me. I'm joking, guys. I, 
I'm not joking. I'm not joking. My first gut reaction in thinking that was real information was like, do you do comedy? Like, you should do stand-up. Like, you wasted that bit on Twitter. Say that to this dude's face. Hey, what's up, dude? Your dad left for a reason. Anyways, are, are tickets still available? Or... Uh, I sidetracked. I sidetracked you. Okay, I sidetracked. It's okay. You. Okay. No, you literally, all you said was you simply just said, "Be nice." That's you all. said something that was shitty about Houston, and I just wrote back, yeah. "Be nice." Yeah, that's all you did, and that's kind of that's. It's really around the time, like I said, I started just thinking about like just it, those micro interactions that you have with people. That oh, yeah. you just kind of toss off, and you just you know you don't want it. But I meant it. I want you to know that. No, I want you to know that no, it wasn't no, like I, I totally the amount of shit we do not respond to. I'll be honest with you. I probably looked to see if you followed me, and I am not shallow. <laughs> it's it's going to seem deep in a second. I would assume that most people who follow me come through dumb people town or pen pals. And I had a, I had an incident. The reason I started doing this is I had an incident where my friend was in the Las Vegas shooting. He survived it. And I shot, I tweeted out something about how I felt in the day after that. And people came at me hard. Right. And I wrote back on DM, I DM, I would first see if they followed me. If they followed me, I would write to them and I would say, Hey, you follow me. So at some point in your life, maybe it was a mistake. You thought I was worth a follow. You assumed I was a good person or you liked what I was doing. Why would you just write something dickish like that? That hurts my feelings. And I would go, so the reason I say that is I probably looked to see if you followed me. If you did follow me, I'm like, oh, this guy might be a paller or a townie or somebody who knows me. And that's why I responded to you because I thought, just be nice. There's a ton of people. I'm like, fuck, fuck off. I instantly mute. And it's the best thing because you'll never, you couldn't pay me to remember their fucking handle once I mute them. And so, I said well, that to you. What if I told you I have $10,000? <laughs> now will you remember I would still my fail. handle? I would still fail. So uh, I did write that to you. It wasn't uh, just like, like a cast off. Um, oh, and like I, I said, I took it to heart. Like I well, very much took it to heart. Well, thank you, man. I think that's huge. Yeah. I, I think like this is what I would say to that. And it's kind of it's it's cool that you bring that up because this is what I was going to offer with no professional uh, ability to do this. <laughs> is is I would rate? say identify a few people in your life that you 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 super, super trust. I mean, that they if they called you out, even if it embarrassed you or made you a little mad, you would still be like, well, that person fucking loves me. So they wouldn't have said that to be a dick. They would say that because something needs to change or whatever. And I would tell those people in your life, be like, hey, we do me a favor. If I'm just putting out negative shit, just ask me. Like, just be like, hey, is that worth it? Is that person worth it? Is that what you really wanted to say to them? And there are times where you'll look at that, you might look at Ben and you'll be like, no, I really fucking wanted to say that to that person. And that, maybe that was warranted. Maybe that person earned it. I always say I treat people nice until you show me I deserve not to. And then I don't. I'll, every person I meet, if, I'll try to be like, hey, how are you doing today? And then once they fuck me over, I'll be like, hey, will you do me a favor and um, find any way to go fuck yourself? <laughs> because that's what, the, that's what they've garnered from me. But if it's just negativity for negativity's sake, identify a few people in your life who can call you out on that and understand, give yourself a breath, let yourself be embarrassed, let yourself be like, fuck, I'm mad that you called me out on that. But if, they, if you trust them enough, then say, uh, yeah, I guess I didn't need to put that would one you, out there. Would you say it's mostly like online interactions? Yeah, because I, I do a lot of Twitter and not, I don't do it on Facebook because uh, yeah. my wife's family has shamed me into <laughs> to being kind of nice on Facebook. But yeah. yeah. 
I think it's a. Uh, I mean, are you out there like trolling people? I don't see. I get that a lot. I don't feel like I troll. Okay. Like I don't, because I don't rightfully go out and like, you know, like try to ruin someone's day. That's what sure, I don't sure, do. Sure, sure, yeah. I just try to make like a smart aleck response to something. Yeah. Like, and it's never like I said. I never try to be personal or anything like that. But here's but. here's what I would say. Uh, Twitter is a cesspool of hate <laughs> for sure. As as much as we want to be like, yeah, but. But what about the connections? I think uh, <laughs> nature didn't want so many connections. I think nature wanted some relationships to wither and die uh, in the past. Yeah, nature wanted us to be able to lose touch with certain people and things and e- ideas. Exactly. Yeah. That's just the way of it. Right. Um, but I, I, I made a and lot also and well, also maybe you. not to communicate you. with certain people. But it is. I understand it on Twitter. You can go through these things where you just fucking you 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 you. I remember I was watching the Super Bowl like three years ago, and my favorite thing to do was to live tweet sporting events to just like try to write <laughs> jokes and be that, funny yeah. about the thing that yeah. a lot of people would be watching. And I remember there was a commercial about this guy uh, saying goodbye to his daughter. I don't know why that's such a theme tonight. Saying goodbye <laughs> to his daughter at the airport. And it was like all of these things, all the steps of how much he loved her. And I remember tweeting out, I was just like, give me a break. Nobody fucking loves their kid that much. <laughs> thinking, thinking that's such an obvious joke. But people, like dads, started tweeting back at me. Fuck you, buddy. You don't even understand. You and your funny man life. <laughs> And I would just go at them, and I was like, oh, you don't have fucking kids either. And they're like, I do have kids. And I go, great, go ask them what sarcasm is, <laughs> you dumb fucking idiot. And then I walk away from that going, but literally, I would then oh, walk no. away from that going, oh, I wrote a joke, which was fun, but then it led to this. And then I got involved with this hatred, and I'm like, Why, uh, just put this fucking phone down and get away from this. Even though the live tweeting thing was fun, you, you do wonder, you're like, oh, is it... Is it kind of like, oh, making some people laugh, but then you have some people who can't interpret it right because it is in a written form. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, like jokes don't necessarily get interpreted the right way. Intent, intention doesn't get interpreted the right way. So anytime you're on Twitter and stuff, you know, there might be stuff you're writing that you don't even think is mean, and people are like, Jesus, fuck this dude. Like, I, I, I think, to be totally honest, the, the, the sooner you can just get the fuck away from Twitter, the better. <laughs> I, I got off Facebook. I have like a, a fan thing on there that I look at maybe once a month. And then I have, I, I have my Twitter account that I, I maybe tweet stuff through like Instagram. And now even Instagram, I'm just like, what in the fuck is my goddamn life where I'm scrolling through things of other people's lives when I could put this thing down and literally do anything productive, anything healthy, anything fucking uh, different. So I don't know. And in, in, in terms of what I just said, that's maybe my own steps of thinking how to be a better person. I try to apologize faster. Uh, <laughs> 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 what I mean, I would love to know why people laughed because I think they maybe interpreted that <laughs> a certain way. And I actually, I'm thinking it too. And it would be funny. If I, I'm sorry. <laughs> like me and my wife are fine. I'm, like, I'm sorry. I said it faster. <laughs> She's like, you're so competitive. No, I'm not. I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> but I, I, my wife and I get into fights. She wants to immediately clear the air and talk about it. And I know that if I don't talk to her, it irritates her. And I can stew in it. And it's such a fucking asshole thing to do. Not that I necessarily want. I think we've maybe talked about this on the show before. Not that I, I am ready to talk about it. 
maybe she's coming too quick, but I'm coming too slow. And in my head, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, my, I know my wife. 90% of the time, we're just waiting for me to apologize. <laughs> like, and I'm aware of it from the very second. And I'm like, okay, clock is ticking. In 48 hours, I'm gonna say I'm sorry. But let's hold out for 48 hours. Maybe she apologizes. Um, so that's something I'm trying to do that's better. I think in terms of like my kid, you're always like trying to figure out how to better communicate with your kid. What's, you know, and, and, and I would say, not that you're asking this because your main question was, you know, how, what steps do we take? But the advice I can give you that maybe you already have that I try to take is I know that my daughter sees me do everything. I know she takes in everything. And I know the information that she gains from me and my wife isn't just in our personal behavior. She sees it in our relationship. Like, how do I talk to my wife? Right. How does my wife talk to me? That establishes her reality and her expectations of what the world is. Like, that's why I feel bad for, for kids. My, my heart breaks for kids in almost every scenario because I hate and despise and fear the idea of brainwash on every fucking level. I hate lies. I hate misinformation. I want kids to be brought up in a world where they understand what the information is as a fact and what is the truth and now go affect change when you know what the rules and the, where the boundaries are. And so I, I try to make sure, and I fuck up a lot. I fuck up all the time. But I try to make sure that whatever I'm doing, she sees the best example of that, to be like, hey, you see what I just did? Take that in, because that's something to put in your back pocket and realize, like, hey, maybe that's how you talk to a stranger on the street. Hey, maybe that's how you should, you know, interact with your mom, or when you grow up, you know, whoever you're in a relationship with. Maybe consider their feelings, and also maybe talk to them like this, and also when you have kids, maybe be this vocal and be this vulnerable and be this open about it. I didn't come from that level of vulnerability. And I think it skips a generation. I think the thing that you <laughs> lack, you then have. So there's a good chance uh, my daughter's going to be like, hey, you know what? I'm not into the mushy bullshit. <laughs> I fucking hit my kid. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right. Well, then maybe my grandkid will be cool. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I gotta tell you, I, and I, I don't know you, I don't know anything about you, but just reading this letter, reading your fucking vibe, your energy, uh, your buddy over there who did very little for us tonight. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. Nope. It's too late, Ben. Sit down. Ben, sit down. Ben, sit ben! down. <laughs> we yell at Ben for I no know. reason. And we make the listener think yeah. he's very aggressive. Yeah. Why is Ben standing up? Okay. <laughs> On his chair, <laughs> I, I I would say that you you're probably doing uh, better than, than maybe you 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 are. We're always our our worst critics, our harshest critics. So you know, if you think you're being a dick, that, guess what? That that you don't need. To, you know, I think Dan's got a good point. Your friends tell you, hey, you're a little bit off. But when you write something and you go, fuck, I think that may, maybe was a dick thing. That's because it is a dick thing. That's you talking to you, and you mm -hmm. know if it's if it's nice or if it's wrong. Uh, so I, I would say you're doing really good, and I think maybe stay on that path. I would hate to find out tomorrow you have murdered anyone. <laughs> With the bullet that you gave me. <laughs> With the yeah. bullet, and then I'm an accomplice unknowingly. <laughs> uh, my final thing would tell you, uh, uh, try to make your social media feed be information rather than opinion. <laughs> <laughs> 
So if there's things you like to follow, like even even Rory, we were watching like Instagram uh, golf videos earlier. That's not going to be negative. That's just I like this. I'm seeing more of that. And whether that's fucking cartography or video games or or sports or whatever it is, cartography. Having, why not? <laughs> How would why it, not? What? Have so have, get it. have you're your educated. Feed, have your feed be more information than it is opinion. Feel free to hit follow and mute at the same time on somebody you like who's going to be weirded out if you didn't follow them back or whatever. But that will keep your influences just being things that you enjoy rather than opinions you might disagree with. And then the other thing I would say to you is ask yourself a question sometimes it'll you'll you'll still put it out am, am what i writing just plain flat and simple is it a positive or a negative does it fall into the positive column or negative because let's be honest when you wrote that albeit joking thing about galveston that just straight up falls into the negative column that was just a negative thing and then ask yourself the second question is it worth it sometimes it's yes sometimes an airline will fuck you over so hard <laughs> that it is that it is worth saying like you guys are horrible at your job and you but you'll have asked is this negative yes is it worth it yeah it's worth it and so if you're really honest if you're unsure it's not worth it you'll always move when you're sure and so that would just be my tip for you. And honestly, give yourself credit. Because being acknowledging these things about yourself, wanting to better yourself, putting yourself in check, puts you ahead of so many fucking people in this world. That's my final my, thing for you. Dude. That's you. great. That, I think that's great. My favorite thing is that uh, we brought Adam up here. We fucking doctor filled him. And his question was, what are we doing to be better people? <laughs> I, I'm doing all those things. That's what I do. <laughs> and instead, we were just like, look, you're a cool dude. <laughs> Everybody else sucks. We're not good people. Right. <laughs> uh, but thanks. You guys give it up for Adam. Let him hear it. Yeah. Sincerely, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scoville. All right. This is a 15-hour podcast. We are halfway what time done. Is it? This is crazy. All right, we are. We gotta wrap wrap it up now. Did anyone bring uh, postcards? Do you want to read a postcard real quick? Oh, it, hold on. Who else has a postcard? Only because we've just made you a pen pal. Do you have a pen? Do you have a postcard? If you don't, it's okay. Anybody? We'll call it. Who? That was a lie. Oh. It was a bit, and it didn't work. Anybody? Okay. All right, we're going to guy I told not to come up here. Keelan. All right, buddy. I hope it's the second dick story. <laughs> and then you'll need to get a third one so that you can write and it to And then you'll Nick. have to work on that third. Well, it's me already. tomorrow. <clears throat> uh, dear pen pals, I said pen pals because please don't ask me to pick a favorite. But if I'd known that he remembered my letter, I'd have put him first. No, don't. Stay in the... <laughs> stay in the... Rory, <laughs> it's okay. Oh... <laughs> Rory, was that a negative or a positive? It was a positive. When I'm positive, I behave negatively. Oh, okay, okay. I have a reverse disorder that I didn't tell Adam about. <laughs> Rory threw his cup. Uh, but speaking of favorites, my favorite number is three. Mm -hmm. uh, why, you ask? Because everything happens in threes. It was not lost on me that your first live show in Houston was on March 3rd or 3-3 at 3 p.m., which is three threes. Sure. Uh, it's also worth noting that your third live show, a.k.a. this show, is back in my home state and even closer to my zip code. Uh, lastly, this podcast Can I guess your zip code? Three. Three, 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 three
Easy. <laughs> uh, lastly, this podcast contains three voices, both of y'all and the voice of the pen pal whose letter you read. Uh, so my question is, do y'all have a favorite number? Also, do you believe all this is a coincidence? Um, I do believe there is a little bit of a coincidence, perhaps, because I don't think we went 3-3 at 3 p.m. for... And I think I, I didn't even know that until you just said it. Me either. I am, <laughs> I am I'm freaked out. I hope <laughs> I, I'm, a real, I'm maintaining right now. Does I'm that that is bad for you? I'm just trying to hold on. Three, 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 half the devil. <laughs> <laughs> it's the mark of the B. <laughs> mark of the B E A. Um, it's definitely a coincidence for sure. Uh, my favorite number is six. Uh, it is my birthday. It is the number of the date that my mother passed away. Mm -hmm. It is the number I oftentimes was given in sports without trying to get it. Uh, the number six uh, in, I can't remember, I probably read this on Instagram, that would seem likely. Uh, the numbers, there are, in the human body, there is something of like six something, six something, six something, and that 666 actually stands for life, and that doesn't actually have much to do with Satan, which... Uh, Sorry, Dylan's mom. <laughs> Dylan, tell your mom. Um, yeah, six, six for me, and uh, it, it, six also randomly comes up uh, a lot in my life, uh, and I don't know why... Outside of the fact, maybe your birthday establishes this. Maybe other people can speak to this. But for some reason, I'm drawn to the number six, and I couldn't tell you if it's because it's my birthday. Like, I feel like it's my number or something. Um, my favorite number is 11. And I have no idea why. I just have a very deep affinity for that number. I like the way it looks. I like... When I see it somewhere, and, and I think that we just clock it. It's like when you get a new car, and you're like, oh, everybody has a Grand Am. It's like, <laughs> I owned a Grand Am. Deal with it. <laughs> Some of you might be out on that. I get it. You can leave. Uh, it was a GT. So I don't know why. My favorite number is just 11. I just, I love that number. Do you wish on every 1111? 11? No, I do not. Sounds uh, like you're trying to fuck the number 11. <laughs> Where can I talk to you for a second? Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, yeah, I just love that number. Yours is three, you said? Three. Keelan, I appreciate you. Thanks for sending that in. Thank you. Yeah, dude, thank you very much. You guys give it up for him. Sincerely. Your pen pals, Daniel Dan Van Kirk and Rory Scovel. Thank you guys so much. You guys, much. thank you, Dallas. Thank you so much for being here. We'll do it again real soon. Good night. Network.
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wildcard on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.